Nice. Good bumper music selection, Dave. Nicely done. Um, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What's Going On In There. I'm Stephen Tomlinson with Level 7 Facility Services, and I'm joined by my exceptionally good-looking and ever-good-natured co-hosts, Dave Hollister and Angie Russell. This is the podcast where we take a peek behind uh, the curtain of some of Atlanta's most intriguing businesses and speak to business leaders from around the metro area to hear all about their stories of how they came to be where they are, where it is that they're heading next, their victories, challenges, and lessons learned along the way. So before we introduce our esteemed guest of the show today, uh, Dave and Angie, we oh, are... Uh, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> let's, let's start with the jacket. Dave, you have a special piece of attire, and I, th- I feel like we need to talk about what's going on over there. I, I do, and I, I'm glad you're acting like you don't know about it. <laughs> but I am ab- I am a champion. Yes, he is. I went on a golf tournament this past weekend mm-hmm. with uh, 23 of my closest friends. We had three out of four birdies coming in. Wow. Hit a 30-foot putt, the very last putt of the entire tournament. To win it wow and it was beautiful that's fantastic nice work right. it looks it's your color too i don't know what it is <laughs> it could be uh i don't know what you call it a taupe tweet or something like that it's good 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 look it's good, good looking look. it's neutral taupe neutral tweet. color so. <laughs> <laughs> is that right is that wrong i don't know uh-uh. uh, I think that's more plaid <laughs> <laughs> angie what's what's going on it's been kind of crazier we've uh, we're in the dog days of summer it's kids are back in school and COVID's going crazy, and I don't know. Bees and hornets. Bees and hornets. <laughs> murder hornet, hornets. Yeah, I got bit by one last Did Friday. Did you really? A murder it's hornet? Still, yeah, it, that last Friday, wow. it's Holy still crap. healing. And I'm not even allergic. Wow. Watch out. Yeah, okay. It's nasty out there. It's a crazy world. Rub some dirt on it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, without further ado, I would like to introduce today's bold guest for joining us, uh, Chris Meyer. Chris is the uh, founder of uh, Contractors, Closers, and Connections, otherwise known as the CCC, uh, and began the first chapter in 2019 here in Atlanta. He currently serves as a commercial uh, real estate development industry, as in the commercial real estate development industry, as director of acquisitions at the Montalto Group, uh, formerly served as director of business development at, at Cooper and Company General Contractors, and also serves on the board uh, at, at Mentor Me in North Forsyth as well as the EV Hotel Group, and formerly served as Vice President of Hands Across Atlanta, a nonprofit dedicated to providing resources for success to underprivileged children and helping veterans receive professional resources to help them get back on their feet. You've done a lot, Chris. That's a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> thanks for that intro. Yeah, man. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. And, uh, yeah, so let's, uh, I want to hear more about the CCC to start with. Um, I mean, it seems like in a very short time you guys have, uh, developed a huge membership and so it, it's it, it started here in Atlanta it did yes and uh first of all thank you guys for having me on I really appreciate absolutely. it absolutely yeah. Uh, yeah so CCC started like you said back in 2019 I was in the commercial demolition uh, industry at the time and through that capacity I'd met a lot of end users in Atlanta we worked on a lot of large projects to include Atlantic Station and taking down parking garages at Emory even the uh Georgia Cyclone at Six Flags. Hmm. So in that capacity, really great, built my network, um, started our first event after going to many a networking event and realized that there was a demand for a better class of networking association. And there's a lot that are still in existence today that you'll find 
are very specific to just general contractors or just architects, engineers, uh, nothing that was very eclectic that had real estate at the pinnacle of it. Most of the developers, the brokers, the owners, reps, property managers, and people funding the equity, the debt, all the things that are needed to create that, the eventual deal, the mm -hmm. consummation of a transaction. So uh, I held my first event and just started calling people up one day and said, if I do this, would you come? And it was immensely successful. I took a big risk of looking like a fool and, uh, you know, had about 200 people there of all uh, shapes and sizes, verticals from general contractors, subcontractors, material suppliers. And it was pretty much open invite back then. Um, from there, having that success of sponsors and the folks that attended, um, we started doing uh, events monthly. And then kind of here we are today. It's a little bit more privatized, but I'll, I'll stop there because I don't want to. Talk no, no, yeah, no. That's that, that. It's great, and you know, you're talking about well, you, you you stick your neck out, and you don't know, you know, you've got this sure. vision, and no, and nobody else. Maybe it catches, maybe it doesn't. Um, and it still yeah. happens every month. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows if this next event's going to be a success? But we've we've got a really good base now. Yeah, good, good base of quality sponsors, quality supporters, and um, you know the real estate firms that come on that most folks are there wanting to meet. Um, is uh, changing every day and growing because nobody wants to go to the same events and see the same people. They mm -hmm. want to meet new folks. And I'm so proud of those folks that are coming on that return and that are new that we air them out. If you look at our social media pages and website, it's like, well, why should I come? And it's like, because of these folks who are going to be there, yeah. you know, and we put out just on our website that we just launched, um, you know, some of our frequent flyers that have RSVP'd and come in 2021. And it's just significant. You don't see these companies coming out anywhere else. Yeah. So it's, it's a great sense of pride. So yeah. that's, that's very cool. And so you founded CCC in 2019. Yes. And you, you grew the chapter here. You, I know you guys have a, a total membership. It's a, a pretty impressive number. I mean, how many people, how many people are involved now? Several thousand. Yeah. Uh, really, the hardest part is um, how do you get that top? Like every event is... Uh, dependent on the venue so we're kind of averaging 200 250 uh, we want it still to have that intimate feel and, and it also goes by a certain percentage of like we'll have our sponsors who are general contractors and subs and architects and mm -hmm. that really comprises about 10 percent of the audience um, so our first invites it's very strategic uh, it goes out to those end users developers partners economic development then we trickle down and make sure to put in some of our uh, best architects and engineers and folks all in between so. yeah yeah that's cool how do you uh, do, you, do you have a target sort of ratio for, for the you know the, the the members of the the primary members of the group and and the vendors who are there to sponsor and, and get to know the members so that's about 10 percent which is very different from most associations it's uh could be 50 50 right. sometimes yeah uh, yeah we want to protect their interests if we like for instance we're really wanting to cap the number of general contractors that support this large audience now of maybe four or five you know as yeah. long as they got a couple options and then uh the rest of the conversations that we want going on are really uh commercial real estate centric yep. so people have a you know, good engagement while they're at the physical events. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I mean, we can, the three of us can vouch for the fact that there are a lot of organizations, you, you, you attend an event and you're, you know, you're looking at a bunch of vendors around the table and there's, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's easy to get away from you, I think, if you don't keep an eye on that. And the, the privatized feature I was talking about now is, is back then in 2019, we said, as long as you're in the commercial industry, you can come, you're welcome. But 
ever since that day, it had been a concise effort of how do we make this more exclusive to, you know, make sure those folks will come out and not feel like it's just a vendor experience. And so uh, we may have one exclusive office furniture vendor to the whole CCC and that mm -hmm. protects them. And then we don't invite other office furniture vendors to protect their interests. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Mm -hmm. um, so another uh, little end piece of your uh, resume uh, your, your education, so Georgia Southern I'm familiar with. I'm from South Georgia. Yeah. Uh, uh, but the University of the Rockies I wasn't familiar with. Where is that one? That is in uh, Colorado Springs. Cool. Yeah. Great place so to be. So did an online MBA in business and, yeah. uh, you know, thought that that piece of paper was important at the time. Looking back at it, it's like I wish I hadn't done most all yeah. of it. But, you know, it was a good thing. It doesn't hurt. No, it can't hurt. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, I, I, I got an English degree and you know, yeah. I never thought <laughs> My, for a second that I was going to be like in, in academics or anything. It's just like, I don't know how I, I speak English and I write English. So <laughs> <laughs> whatever I do, I'll use it somehow. Right. Um, that's cool. Um, so if you could go back in time uh, when you're first starting off in your career, what advice would you give yourself then? You know, uh, I've thought about that a lot when I, I guess one of my first official jobs coming out of college was in the fitness business. Hmm. Um, I just always like uh, the positive energy that people experience at gyms and how they want to uh, increase their wellness and, and all that good stuff mentally and physically. And so I started these uh, 24 hour box gyms and I would always have these really great conversations with people, you know, whether it's out in the community when I was spreading the word about a new club that was opening up and creating partnerships, uh, which is still something I do to this day. So even 10 years back, whenever that was, you know, um, I would go to banks, I would go to different places, but I never really kept a database is what I would tell my younger self hmm. is like write notes about just all these great interactions you had with people and never lose touch with them. Right. That's so important to me today is, uh, you know, all the people that I talked to and things that we discussed, whether it be business, personal, whatever, um, that database is power. You know, you can uh, bring people together in many different ways, but you can't do that if you've never recorded it and yeah. have that intentionality behind it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's good. So, um, oh, I was just going to say, so what gym do you go to? <laughs> now I go to just one, one local part. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like 60 seconds away. You can't ignore it. You drive by it every day. Yeah. That's cool. Do you, and you, do you, um, you still box sometimes? No, nah. no boxing, just me and the wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, tell me how the, uh, how, you know, we, we always ask our guests this. It's a bit of a generic question, but uh, especially now with COVID numbers doing what they're doing, it's kind mm -hmm. of back to the forefront of everyone's mind. Um, how did the pandemic change your, your industry, uh, your, your, your job in specific? Yeah, so the industry uh, definitely changed. Um, you know, the, there, was, there was that period there that I would say for the first three, four months that people wanted to feel this out, do the right thing, stay inside. Uh, be as safe as possible to protect the interests of, of everybody's wellness and businesses. And then I think just people started to say, well, you know, um, if you want to get out and you, you're low risk to this uh, virus, which is, you know, typically 99.9% .9 survivable to healthy individuals and people that know they're high risk don't have to come out to the events. So right. for my personal business in the CCC, uh, we were the only organization in all of Atlanta that went out uh, and just said, we're going to have state-of-the-art technology, 
fever monitoring uh, software. It's going to scan people as they come in. We'll have masks. We'll have sanitizer. I mean, did everything that you could possibly do to hold a safe event, made it outdoors, you know, open air. And uh, we did events monthly, really starting from June of 2020 onward, and, and then moved more into the internal events where it didn't have to be open air. It was a combination of a mixed-use development. So I absorbed all the market share in Atlanta, all the real estate associations, everybody. And while they were not doing it, um, we started, you know, three separate now total of four CCC chapters during the pandemic. Oh, wow. Yes. No kidding. So you got Atlanta, Tampa, Orlando and Richmond. Wow. Yeah. Richmond's our newest. Um, But, you know, it's just they're all doing incredibly well. They're they're ramping up doing monthly. Again, when I started, we were doing them quarterly and uh, especially Richmond. they uh, have a wonderful, just high quality member base that I think is gonna be really incredible. So they're all doing uh, great. I'm trying to support them in whatever way that I can and teach them what I've learned throughout this whole experience. Well, that's, uh, so it sounds like CCC is, is your day job. Is that, is that the truth or no? CCC, so what it is now, guys, is now that I work as director of acquisitions for Montalto Group, mm-hmm. Uh, we're a real estate development investment firm that was started in Boston, Massachusetts. So I've been um, selected to head up acquisitions and finding good pieces of dirt for multifamily developments and various uh, mixed use, you know, here in the Atlanta area and, mm. and southeast and primary markets. So what the CCC is now is it's a deal hub. It's a place where, uh, for instance, there was an environmental consultant that if we had the CCC and this network in place and these monthly meetings, uh, they showed us a site in Mississippi that's of great interest to us. And we would have not known that if it weren't for that secondary connection, yeah. you know, through that consultant that's testing the soils and that's on site. So whether it's them, joint venture development partners that yeah. we'll partner with, or the brokers, that's probably the largest composition of my network is the brokers that are in the middle of the transactions that are showing us all the properties first before anybody else. We want to say thank you, come out to the event, meet other uh, developers and other folks. Mm-hmm. So it's just a big appreciation day. And I'm like, just come for free. I don't care. Yeah. You know, it's not about the money. It's about the right fit and having that uh, experience that's second to none. Are you guys seeing the multifamily still just super red hot and everybody incredible yeah yeah, tons of money still going into it and yeah it's not slowing down is it no because you know you you come across uh you asked about like how the industry overall is doing during pandemic and now that we're kind of on the outskirts and on on the outside of it um you know the construction costs are still up there's labor shortages and problems with permits being expedited and things of that nature but when you think about the occupancy and and all that by the time some of these developments are done it's going to be a two-year construction process we'll be well and done with this so you best get started now while the market's good yeah Yeah. and you gotta you you just gotta know you gotta run the numbers and say the juice is worth the squeeze or it's not right yeah so we we talked briefly before we fired up the mics here and uh i I had a couple of questions but and then it was like oh let's just save it for the show but um but I, i i didn't get where you're from where did you originally grow up Born in New York just as a baby, but yeah. raised in the Atlanta area, sort of that South Forsyth area. And yeah. Total coincidence that I would go to work for a construction firm that was in Forsyth County where I went to high school. And <laughs> so it just seemed like home. I was very familiar with that uh, that area and supporting that community and doing business there. Just happened to be in that commercial construction capacity. So, very cool. Uh-huh. Very cool. And, and then uh, wound up in Statesboro. Yes. Yeah. The borough, yeah, yeah very the, humid, lots of bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I grew up in Waycross, so it's well below the, below the nat line down there. Yep. Yes, sir. Um, so if somebody wants to get involved with the CCC, uh, started the website, that's a good place to go? That is a good place to go. Um, they can learn a lot about it through there. Again, we just launched it, um, still adding new chapters to it and everything, but in its most basic sense, got a couple tabs. It'll show us a means to contact us, and I'm happy to speak to anybody about it with questions. Uh, we're always typically welcoming new sponsors and um, new developers and folks in real estate. Um, we like to, you know, vet and screen people mm -hmm. and see how we can help each other. And there's certain questions that I could typically ask somebody within a two to five minute time frame to really see if they're a good fit or not. Right. And see maybe how I can help them. And I, uh, you know, I'm trying to make this the most authentic organization out there. There's a lot of <clears throat> developers, architects, contractors, and people of the like, property managers that may promise you work and things of that nature. But, you know, um, I'd almost encourage the people within the CCC to be very authentic and either say, look, you're just not a good fit. Right. It's just, you know, you're, uh, you don't have enough experience in this particular moment. And hopefully both parties can appreciate that. Mm -hmm. There's so much of that going on where they're just leading you on. And I don't want CCC to be like that. Like, so I Correct. try to coach people to be like that. Just say, maybe let's check back in six months. Maybe that's an interesting reply and mm -hmm. give them permission to stay in touch. But that's what I'm all about. And that's what I want the rest of the culture to feel throughout CCC yeah. is that genuineness. Yeah, that's cool. So any, basically anybody who is, uh, in, in, it operates in and around the, the real estate world and it could be, you know, residential commercial development and, you know, is there, is there a niche focus there or is it's just kind of real estate in general? Real estate in general, um, you know, uh, we like all the market sectors. We want it to be diverse from hospitality to industrial to, a full mixed use um, so all of them are very valuable um, yeah I mean so the architects that are designing them to the designers of the insides to them to the zoning attorneys to uh, of course the money money is important we like the equity and the debt guys and the lenders um, you follow the money they'll you know create a deal uh, we like the people in local government economic development that are gonna uh, help with the incentives to go into a particular tax incentive zone and maybe uh, show us some opportunities we didn't know about before mm. um, all those types of people are great the commissioners um, council people we, we brought on a lot of different political figures from gubernatorial candidates to just giving them all a platform we brought um, you know conservative liberal everybody on just to give them a it's like hey if you like what they had to say go talk to him afterwards. These are the policies they just discussed about uh, commercial real estate and construction that are going to affect you. Um, so yeah, we've given a, a lot of that platform from senators to congressmen, future, yeah. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you put all this together in less, what, a little over two years? Yeah, I took a lot of, it's two, three years now, it's, and uh, you know, took the nuances from what everybody else was doing and just tried to make it a little bit better and put a face to the organization there's you, you hear all these acronyms of agc abc aia but it's just this name there's really nobody attributed to it so that's why we create a chapter president mm -hmm. uh and then they you can create a, a associated board of directors that support and help with outreach and stuff like that but it's good to, to have that person step up there tell people what the organization's about especially if they're new to an event and then um also tell them what is in store for the future yeah yeah it, did, did this thing grow faster than you thought it would? It did. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it certainly did. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it seems like it's, you know, you're, you're onto something that could really go, 
uh, really big potentially. <laughs> There's a we hope so. I mean that is that is the goal is to have uh, a big major chapter in every major city from coast to coast. So. Uh, if there's a developer, if there's a broker, they can call up, um, you know, CCC or the chapter presidents in that board in California and say, look, we're very interested in the Inland Empire and we want to develop there. And it just happened to me in Richmond. You know, when I was up there, I said, if I can leave with two contacts out of there. And I told the guy what I was looking to source up as far as properties. And lo and behold, he sent us a really great property in Richmond. And I was like, this is a wonderful property. It must not come across very often. So it's a time, place Mm -hmm. opportunity mm -hmm. type of thing you either seize it or you don't you were, but, but you having were, that resource is wonderful yeah yeah and, and you just and you continue to build out the network and it's I'll it's tell not, you the secret though yeah that most people aren't willing to uh, to do it's it's spending the time because you have to take care of your current network right you know your current customers whatever it may be and then ask them that golden question of how do how do we help each other how do I help you and once they understand once I understand that you know we like to take uh, the folks who do frequent the events and say, well, this is a person we may refer that you should talk to. And then the art of it really comes into not only are they a good fit, you know, logically, yes, this firm does medical office work and we're going to connect you with a medical office developer. But the, the art of it is where does their energy and their personalities align? Right. That's what I look for. That's the third channel that really makes things special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And and a lot of folks aren't willing to like dedicate that time, but that's what maximizes. You got to really think. When you take somebody to lunch or you have a phone call with them or something like that, how many times do you really touch base with them again after that? So if right. you don't maximize that encounter, it's like you may not talk to him for another year or ever. Right. So, you know, hopefully you can just lend such immense value to somebody upon first encounter that they never forget about you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, th I think that's great advice. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I can imagine, you know, two years ago, and you, you tell me, but, and it, it, you know, you, you've got this idea, and, 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 and I, just from the first time I met you at a Gwinnett Chamber event, whatever that was, I was like, you know, this guy is gregarious, he gets out and meets people, I mean, you know, you, you approached me, you got in front of me, and obviously a personable person, you know, you, you can just tell you got that energy as soon as you meet you, uh, so you obviously kind of you had this idea, you know that you're good at connecting people, you're good at doing what you do on that front. And uh, I, I'm assuming you're thinking, I'll put something together in Atlanta uh, and, and this is gonna help help my professional network. Sure, yeah. And it seems like it's it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's gotten turned into its own big, big deal real quick. Yeah, I mean, even in the demo, but especially recently in the general contracting world, if you change the dynamic of your pitch and your outreach and you have this wonder I was very lucky to have this wonderful platform behind me in this network that people come to see and you know they can look on the LinkedIn they can see it on social and but you know instead of saying please Mr. Developer Mr. End User give me your general contracting work I'll do anything you know it's like it was like why don't you just come out to this event meet a lot of like-minded folks have a cigar have a drink just get to know me I don't care if we even do business we may never do business right. but I want to be able to hook them up with um, a lot of other folks in the network, and they see a lot of value to that. Yeah, yeah it's it's and it's not just give me, give me, give me. You right. Know, there's just so many of that uh, give, you know, take, 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 and I, I was always the go giver, as they say. There's a lot of books about it. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard that. The go giver. It's like a wonderful that. book series. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's cool. Well, yeah. it, 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 that is true. I mean, if you <laughs> if you put it out there, it's around world. It comes back to you. There's no doubt. But uh, that's it. It's, 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 sometimes it can be hard to remember that in the grind when you wake up and you're like, you know, I, I have this thing I need to do, but if you 
find yourself thinking about what I can do for other people. Yeah, for sure. It comes yeah. Down. Yeah. Hopefully a lot of people have that intrinsic sort of motivation behind them. I think a lot of people do. It's kind of built into us as human beings. But, you know, I knew as you know, when I would wake up in the morning, it was what got me up is to connect people to grow the CCC. And then, you know, when I fell asleep at night, I was thinking about it. And I was like, so that's that's the dream right there. I was like, there was just things I knew I didn't want to do. So that's why I'm very uh, happy now to be passing out my cards. And I am more aggressive now than ever. You can believe that when I go out to other networking events, the other day I got mad because I feel like people have forgotten the value or just how to network. They, so I go to places, yes, to hear some speakers. They were talking about development of retail and malls and great concept, right? Good speakers. But for that first 30 minutes to an hour is really why I'm there. It's to meet people. And like they're sitting in their chairs. Um, they just paid $7,500, whatever it is, to go to this event. And, uh, you know, assumingly they want to meet people, right? That's why you're there. And they're, they're sitting in their chairs on their phones. And I'm, I'm pulling them out of their chairs, like physically, just being like, you. And, and I'm just, you know. Yeah, get up. We're gonna talk. Here's my card. Give me yours. I see your name tag. I like you. Let's mm. let's do some business. I mean, I just have zero fear about it because, and I want to break their fear down as well because I've just done this over and over and over. And it's like, all right, let's get past this. Let's be friends. Let's figure out how to do, do some business. You know, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you you're an impressive guy, and you seem like one of those guys that, that you know a, a rare person who is well suited for the thing that they're doing, and uh, and it's, Thank it you. pays off for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited for the future. All right on. Very good. Very good. Well, so we like to ask a bunch of random questions, and uh, I don't even – I'm going off script here because I, I think, you know, we're, we're out of the ones that we've done before. Uh, so, Dave and Angie, you, wanna, you guys want to take part in the speed round here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is that a yes? Uh, sure. Oh, right. sure, why not? We'll have some fun. All right. Let's All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with you, Chris. These guys are going to need you know, some time. Yeah, talk, rock and roll. We're, we're a little slow over here. <laughs> so, uh, the the, uh, the best book you've read in the last couple of years? I believe it, Un Unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's about the Michael Jordan story and his trainer that I, I never knew. Do you know his name? Uh, no, I've, no, but I've, I'm familiar with the book. Uh, so I exchanged a book between a commercial real estate guy in Atlanta. He gave me Unstoppable. Um, just incredible. It talks about being a cleaner, like Michael, Michael Jordan was, how he just separated himself as this professional just kept his head down. They call him a cleaner because you, know, you give a guy a broom and he goes and sweeps and does all this work and spends time in the gym when, and, and developing himself while nobody's watching and then just becomes this phenom, you know, and does whatever it takes. And it's all about sacrifice. And I sacrifice a lot to be the best. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Angie, best meal you've had in the past month? Oh, uh... <laughs> And I was I, thinking about a book. Yeah. <laughs> I threw you off. But I, I mean, I can't read. It's an easier one for me. Exactly. The best meal? Oh, goodness. When I was in Costa Rica. Yeah. Um, gosh, everything. But their ceviche that they make there. Oh, man. Oh, it will knock you out of your chair. Right so, yeah. on. Okay. I'm ready to go to Costa Rica. Yeah. Dave, Beatles or Stones? Huh. Stones, no doubt. I knew that. That is a layup right there. That's right. <laughs> layup. Dave. Oh, my goodness. Fish show or panic show? I'm a panic guy. Okay. All right. I've seen you at a fish show. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know that we have we ever been to a painting show together. Sure, we have at some point, maybe. Yeah, probably back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something so. at some point. Yep. Uh, well, my my brain's not working well on speed round now. I'm, I'm I'm running out of questions. All right, how about this one? Uh, this is this is one that I think is kind of interesting. Can you think of a time, Chris, when uh, in your career that somebody it really gave you a chance and you weren't sure that you you deserved it, but you you took advantage of it? Yeah, I would I would say it was in the the demolition business because I didn't know a lick about demolition. I didn't know how to estimate it. Uh, didn't know anything. I just came in with a good personality and said, I don't take flack from anybody. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to go into any building. I'm going to talk to anybody and um, I'll learn it. And he said, no, that's the most important thing. And all the employees uh, were reluctant. They're like, why are you hiring this guy? And he doesn't know anything about the field. And I said, but I know people and that's what's important. And and they had already made preconceptions about uh, certain clients and things like that. And mm. I said, I'm going to make my own perceptions about them. I'm going to go meet with them, show up on site uh, and be the guy that shows up and does everything for these clients. And I just scooped in and secured this big book of business in the demolition field. So that was what I would say. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. I believe that. Well, it looks like our time is uh, coming to a close here, guys. Does anybody? Oh, no. yeah, do, do, do we uh, do, do we have any any nuggets we got to leave in this in this recording before we call it a wrap? <laughs> That's nugget enough. I don't know. That's a wrap. Uh, yeah, I think that might be a wrap. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so let's see here. What, what, what are we doing? We're ne- we'll be back next month, right? Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're not sure if it's it, the show will just keep getting better and better. We are, what is it? We're a CIP. What did our, it seems like I just heard a consultant say, uh, a, 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 uh, continuation in progress or something like that. <laughs> Continually improving. Something. Anyway, yeah, we, we just keep getting better. That's what I'm trying to say here. Agree. Um, so with, uh, with that, uh, Chris, thank you very much for yes, doing this. Thanks, really Chris. appreciate thank it. Thank you guys yeah, for having it's, me. It's good to hear all about your story and I uh, look forward to seeing you around. And uh, yeah, best of luck to you and everything. It's really cool what you got going on there. Thank you guys so much. Very, I really appreciate yes, it. Very thanks, impressive. Thanks a bunch. Angie, would you like to read us out? Sure. Thank you for, thank you for joining us on What's Going On In There. Presented by Level 7 Facility Services. Be sure to join us for the live broadcast every month here on Business Radio X. If you miss the live broadcast, no worries. You can enjoy the showtime show anytime by visiting businessradiox.com. Selecting the Gwinnett Studio and then clicking on what's going on in there. This program is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss any of our future episodes. For my co-hosts, Dave Hollister, Stephen Tomlinson, and guest Chris Mayer, I'm Angie Russell with Level 7 Facility Services, and you've been listening to What's Going On In There on Business Radio X. <laughs> <laughs>